everybody, you're listening to Sit Down with Stand Ups and Musicians, and uh, we're out here live on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood, sitting in front of the world famous Whiskey A Go Go. We're sitting in Maureen, which is like the coolest tour bus of all time. Uh, <laughs> yes. And I'm here with one of the greatest bands coming out of San Francisco today, Hibbity Dibbity. How you guys doing? Real good. Oh, excited, man. 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 You guys just came back from a sound check? Yes. yes. It's all good. Oh, it's yeah. all good. Yeah. It's Dial. amazing, right? Oh, yeah. Such a classic, like, venue. It's pretty cool yeah. being up there. Feels good. Feels yeah. good? You guys ready for a show tonight? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Born ready. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to start off just asking, where did the name Hibbity Dibbity come from? All right, I'll field that grounder. Uh, the name came from, a, from a, a time I had in Golden Gate Park when uh, I was with some old friends of mine, and we were uh, having a... Um, Having a psychedelic fueled journey <laughs> through the, uh, the 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 parts, the swampy parts of uh, the Golden Gate Park, and we were dancing around, stopping our feet, and all of a sudden those two words kind of just hopped in my head, and we started calling ourselves the Hibbity Dibbity Boys for the rest of the day, and we were going on all these different adventures because we kept losing our junction juice, uh, <laughs> and we ended up uh, just kind of sticking with it, and then later that night, uh, I. I told Tom about it and I said, "Hey, what do you think about Hibbity Dibbity?" Uh, the Hibbity Dibbity Boys is what we were originally, yeah, originally. first ca- called, but we went for Hibbity Dibbity for the sake of brevity, and <laughs> uh, and it's kind of just stuck ever since. Yeah. No going back. <laughs> oh my God! I'm glad I asked. That's like the <laughs> coolest story to end it. Um, Pretty fitting. It's yeah. Super fitting. Yeah. Just out there in the swamps of San Francisco, you oh, guys. Yeah. Like speaking of swamp, like you guys remind me, not like comparing at all, but like. Totally remind me of Creedence Clearwater. Oh yeah, just oh. like a. <laughs> Chris, oh. there, it's a uh, Craig Braun. <laughs> Can we get Craig let's, on the interview? Yeah. Yeah. Do you mind if my dad gets Chris's no, yeah, dad totally. in here? Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, come on in. Zap you, Scoochie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll close the door. Like, uh, just leave it cracked yeah, a little bit so we get a little air conditioning. No, that one's off. Yeah, here yeah. we got more room on the back bench here. Yeah, I'll hop on the burner. I got it. I'm, I'm the biggest promotion guy you've ever had. Yeah, that's I'm tweeting. People are retweeting my shit, man. And, uh, <laughs> Facebook. Oh yeah. Put the pictures of the bus. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. That'll get them. Yeah. Nice. It shows them that you're a real band. That's right. Oh, yeah. Those imitation bands that come in those Audi SUVs, you know. <laughs> well, you gotta start somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They start close to the ground. <laughs> All right. So we're doing a little interview right now, yeah. We're doing a little interview. No, no, this is an interview. An interview? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, You're not recording me, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'm just thinking, I better call Saul. (laughs) (laughs) You need a, a criminal lawyer. Not yeah, a criminal a lawyer. Criminal a criminal lawyer. <laughs> All right. So, proceed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was saying you guys like sound kind of like CCR, and like oh, you yeah, guys oh, got yeah. like that swamp sound, but mm-hmm. coming out of the Bay Area. There you yeah. Go. Like, how did that even come? Are any of you guys from like? New Orleans or anything nah, like that? No, not at all. I'm from Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. So that's, that's the closest. Yeah, that's a Mississippi River for sure. St. Louis. So yeah, it gets pretty swampy out there. Oh yeah. Humid, sticky, Humid. real mm. sticky. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of it winters. came from just like loving Mud. the blues and like yeah. loving old blues players, and then the progression of that turning into like electric blues music, and then just all the different avenues of that, and just we all particularly liked 
like Swamp, Almond Swampy Brothers. Sounds, and, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Almond Brothers is a is definitely a big one. What are some of your like other influences that you guys really dig? Oh man. Oh man, I I can remember. I mean, it sounds really like cliche, but I remember my mom got me for my birthday like the whole collection of Led Zeppelin records. Oh. So you like Bonham and stuff, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, uh, yeah. Bonham is obviously a huge inspiration as a drummer. Um, so I remember listening to that stuff, and then you know Jimi Hendrix, and then I was like, oh, this rock and roll stuff is really cool. And at the time, I was listening to kind of more current music, but yeah, that definitely kind of set the tone where I was like, wow, these guys are really, really yeah. cool. I'm really into this kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, That's I mean, everybody sense, lo- yeah. loves Zeppelin, but because you guys got that like southern like muscle shoals kind of sound and then like the psychedelic like san francisco like mixed yeah, into definitely it. love all the, the san francisco music the dead jefferson airplane mm-hmm. all that stuff's a huge influence to me for sure and our sound in general just yeah like, trying to bring back that community music feel and there's a bunch of great bands out there right now in san francisco that we love playing with and we love uh improvising just like in the moment and letting it out Speaking about letting it out, here's a track off the new album, Tinctures, Potions, and Elixirs, called State Trooper. State Trooper, supposed to pull me over. I guess I got looking like a four-leaf clover. Car needles with the five-poke show. Call up my daddy and I hit him with a boulder. Taxi got a rock locomotive. Hot taxi got a rock locomotive. All oh, hot taxi got a rock locomotive. Hot taxi got a rock locomotive. Said knock off the rack Neptune, no ring around the rosy I pop off my pants just to get a little cozy Hotsy Totsy got a rockin' locomotive Hotsy Totsy got a rockin' locomotive we're talking uh, influences right yeah influences. influences i yeah i was definitely into uh kind of more strange stuff when i was in my adolescent years and i think that was very formative and my mom listened to a lot of r&b music like what kind of strange stuff uh, I, I really like the pixies and uh i really liked uh, television. Oh, lot, nice. And, uh, it's like punk, kind of like. Yeah, yeah, I was into that the kind Smiths, of stuff. Right? Really? The Smiths Jewel. a lot. I was yeah. uh, I was deep into the Smiths, and uh, and that was kind of like after I was into the Zeppelin. That's like your introduction to the rock and roll weird, world. And I mm. took a weird kind of turn to the weird stuff, and even some like hardcore stuff. I was in a little hardcore yeah. 
get together a little group for a little for a couple of sessions. Nice. Uh, like guitar sweeping. Doing yeah. Oh, drop D chugging. <laughs> yeah. You oh, drop yeah. the C, bro. Spider chords. Oh right? yeah, a lot of spider chords. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, good. Yeah. So and then just getting real into the blues after that, and. Yeah, ever since then, a lot of jazz stuff, which is... Uh, Brazilian jazz. Yeah, a lot of Brazilian jazz. Now I listen to a ton of, like, old psychedelic 70s Brazilian pop music. Oh, nice. Because their yeah. melodies and their chords are just so interesting. So I think, like, using the, the ideology of the blues and, like, the cool melodies of it, but using different chords to express that feel is really what I've, I've gotten into. That's awesome, yeah. And, Tom, you mentioned, like... You're close to the river. Yeah. Like, the river seems to be like a big sort of like theme, theme. throughout the first album. Yeah. It's the yeah. There... same river twice. Yeah, exactly. Dude, Heraclitus. <laughs> That's right. Is there like a, like a big connection, you know, with the, do you guys have like a big connection with that or is it, because I know like, you know, like Muscle Shoals and all those guys, they said like the river was like a huge impact on like all their music, but like, yeah, do I you guys, know. is there any significance or? Uh, in my life there is, uh, just growing up. Uh, next to the Merrimack River, which is a tributary to uh, the Mississippi. Just, I don't know, there's something really peaceful about rivers and oh, yeah. just med like endless metaphors about rivers. Yeah. That you just kind of sit there and really feel calming. I mean, just any really body of water is uh, good to be around, I think. I don't know if I'm ever going to live in a place where there's no bodies of water that are like, right there. Totally, yeah. So I hate the feeling of just being like landlocked. Like yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the worst Gotta have those, what, like, Ocean rivers, negative or ions or something. Yeah, it's like, or else it's just all mini malls. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like staring at the face oh. of a KFC <laughs> of the Colonel. Yeah. <laughs> a great big mirror. Um, you guys jam a lot too, like at your shows. And yeah. I was wondering, which is awesome because like no two shows are the same. Right. Like, whenever yeah. you come on yeah. to see you guys, yeah. it's awesome. Um, how does that, as a person who doesn't know like too much about music, like how does that even go down? Like, you guys must gel so well together to be like, hey, I'm gonna like go off on a seven minute, like guitar solo, or I'm gonna like do some crazy thing here. Do you guys plan it or like? No, really we'll just like yeah. we'll kind of have the bare bones of it, like like we'll have the in and the out kind of premeditated, but then we'll leave space to just like let somebody do something, and then we'll have a certain cue to get back into it. But the big thing is just listening to each other and having played with each other so much that you kind of anticipate what the next person's going to do and uh it's fun it keeps it exciting for us because i know it's like i don't think we would be happy if we just played the same set every night it's like all right, right. here we go we're going to do it like this and then we recorded it like this and then that's the whole thing and uh it keeps so it, it fun for you keeps guys it super too. fun yeah. and yeah. it's like we kind of got this reputation of like oh yeah those guys don't stop like they start playing and they just don't stop for like four hours like that's like the norm and yeah. that's great and it feels so good it's just like feel, there's something about that there's like that's really spiritually elevating too when you like connect musically on stage with the the other musicians but then also with the audience and you can feel the crowd like like is like right there with you that i think is like it generates some sort of magnetism that you can't will had a good you had some like you had a great way of putting about something about music it was like you know, it's unexplainable, but it somehow like like points to this like universal truth where it's like, but you can't really describe it. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. The only the closest we get to that is like when we're playing and in the moment, and there's like no idea what's gonna happen next. You have no idea, and it just happens, and you're like, oh, and it works out, and it's like, wow, like this is music, and people are digging it, and it's like, 
that's the most incredible thing is when you're right in that moment just I don't know all the decisions and everything we're just we're talking man we're talking through music that's yeah what we do yeah no it's like you can feel it like in your connection with the audience too like at every show it's like incredible it's like a totally like I think that's the challenge too is to really connect with people mm-hmm. and I think people appreciate that and I think like the improv side of it, it's like oh we're just like spilling out our truth for right. people to hear and they can sometimes they're digging it so hard and you're just like wow I just want to like maybe we'll take another five minutes on this song and just like go with it just and yeah music I, don't so know. Sick, yeah. And I think that allows us to tap into the audience in a much deeper way than if we were going yeah. to be playing this same set every night it's like we we're not tailoring anything to the crowd. We're just going through the motions of what they heard on the album. Yeah. But whereas, like, if we're really just kind of going with the flow, yeah. we, we make up the first three songs, and then after that, we kind of yeah, just, just yeah, let loose and, and yeah. work with them. That they, that they make the music too. Yeah, it's so cool. It's such a yeah. That, that's for me. That's my favorite thing when I'm in a show. Like some of my best concert moments are like during a jam of like a song, and it's like the whole crowd's like up on this huge point, and then the music like you know. It all comes together at this one point and just like, I don't know, something happens. The climax is yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it all comes together and it's like everyone's held on the same level. It's crazy. It's crazy to be on the other side playing that because for so long I've only heard that and it's... No, you guys are like, you guys are kind of like comedians too. You guys are like trying out new stuff and like seeing if the audience like oh, reacts yeah. to it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And adding yeah. it. Yeah, it's totally. awesome. Like, <laughs> you're, you're not like the band who plays a song from the record. Like, so... You said you're not tailoring your stuff to the audience as much as just being connected with them. Yeah. But on this second album, were you guys like trying out stuff and like would things come up in the show organically that you're like, oh, we gotta like record that? Like would Never... like something come up like that or? Well, yeah. I mean, I think I think the songs kind of like were crafting themselves while we were on the road because yeah. a lot of them were written on the road about the weird shit that we were talking about on the road yeah. it's like a state trooper right was it, well state, that one, yeah that, that, that one was like half on the road was, and then yeah, that yeah. was like a half, rainbow gathering yeah. that was the rainbow the gathering, rainbow and, gathering. Yeah, and then there was the guy at the um the, oh, the festival sure. outside who was talking about applebee's going under the railroad track and then we were like uh song out of that and yeah so you, sometimes you have a conversation with somebody and you're like this guy's going on and on about Applebee's and I don't want to go to Applebee's yeah. but then all of a sudden he says something he's like yeah you're going to want to go to Applebee's you're going to want to go down down under down under the railroad tracks and I heard him say that I was like that's a chorus Those right there lyrics. Yeah. that is genius I'm not going to go to Applebee's but I'm going to take your words man oh my god yeah. that was that was on like the first, the first show. show that we played we had just tour. played this little outdoor small kind of family festival festival, and we were all kind of sitting in the bus packed up our gear and we're like oh let's go get some food somewhere like where where should we get some food and that that's what that guy came up with like oh down uh down down under down under the railroad tracks you're gonna want to go there (laughs) we're like okay cool that's amazing i think that's that's the kind of we didn't we didn't we didn't go (laughs) you didn't go down down under the went to went to a mexican restaurant (laughs) yeah we did it's great yeah that was good yeah. but that's kind of how all the like the songs that the, the humor is such a big part of the band like we aren't taking ourselves seriously at all but we take the music really seriously yeah you know like like reverence there's like a reverence about the music but it's important like not to just like to find everything funny you know like don't try so hard like just like you know laugh about it and like that's how when we started writing songs like back when you when we when you came up with the name is it was like we'd I'd go over to Chris's house and we would just like 
write songs and just make each other laugh back and forth and just we came up with all this like silly stuff and then it just kind of continued and like snowballed into this whole thing and I don't know I, we were just in there and I told you I was like I would not have believed it if two years ago somebody told me it's like oh yeah don't worry you're gonna play the whiskey a go-go in two <laughs> years with Chris and like it's gonna you know I had no idea like it had always been something I really like wanted to do but it I just kind of roll with it and there it is but no you could totally see it too you guys are like all having fun on stage and like it totally goes back out and everybody feels that so. yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say you guys went on tour to New Orleans yeah, yeah. we've been in New Orleans a couple Twice? times do you guys yeah. have any like crazy tour stories or other than Applebee's dude <laughs> oh man crazy crazy stories from New Orleans yeah um gosh I don't know I mean we went to New Orleans uh, back back before for my birthday because my sister lives out there and my birthday is kind of right around like Mardi Gras which is going on kind of oh, right, nice. right now yeah. um, but we went out there uh, for that for like some of the parades and it was it was pretty wild just Bye, people baby. just walking around just everybody's just having such a good time but I don't know the, the main thing with New Orleans is that you you kind of get like a I don't know this kind of like you know, spooky kind of feeling because yeah. it's it's been around for so long. It's so old. Like walking around the streets, there's like oil, like uh, you know, uh, lamps, lamps, you yeah. know, and everything. Oh, right. It's like very like old. And we went to this one bar called Lafitte's, and it's uh, I guess apparently like the oldest bar like in New Orleans. In wow. if if that applies, then it's probably one of the oldest bars in like the United States. Yeah. But um, and it's haunted and it's really dark. You walk in and it's just cold because it's all this like cement kind of walls and it's really dark and it, there's just like a piano set up in one end of it and this guy's just playing tunes and everybody's standing around the piano. But other than that, the only lighting that ever comes up is from these tiny little candles that are on the tables. Spooky. But yeah, it's very like kind of creepy, but I don't know. There's something about it that you kind of can tap into it and just kind of like, I don't know, just, I don't know, pull it, pull all the energy in. Um, and it's so historic just musically too so um, we went to Preservation Hall um, which oh, was wow. a really special experience did you guys play experience. there? No, no way no <laughs> but it was amazing just to like you know we're just sitting down in this like old wooden kind of shed basically yeah. and uh, I don't know there's something about New Orleans where you just know a lot of a lot of histories there so that that was just special more so just paying homage or just kind of like making the pilgrimage the pilgrimage yeah. you know just kind of like yeah being there um right because you guys it. like already have all the music so it fits so you guys gotta take it to new orleans <laughs> yeah. yeah and how did how did they get it certified they, they were like, like what do you even it? call this music uh, they, there was people that were like really yeah they were like shocked because they're they it's it's not really bred in such a way i, I, yeah. I feel like we've got something really weird for them that they're like <laughs> holy shit this is exciting there's not like a lot of rock and roll like I mean, I wouldn't say there's not any rock and roll going on in New Orleans, but it's not, like, that's not, like, the big type of music there. The big music there is kind of, like, the jazz and the brass bands, right. and it's very, like, horns and... All the rock bands are cover bands out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of Van Halen and... Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. Up again. Skinner. I Let's... heard the same Skinner songs, like, walking down the street. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. fine. That's okay. Someone's <laughs> got okay. cool songs. Someone's got to play Someone's got to listen to <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I love New Orleans. So, yeah, you know, we'll be back. We'll be so back. Good. That's awesome. And the tour went like awesome. Oh yeah, it was really great. Flawless yeah. victory. Yeah, flawless victory. Yes. Did you guys play places along the way too? Like while oh, you're yeah, we played a lot. We of played. Places. I think we clocked in twenty-five shows. Five wow. shows in like 
18 cities from the west coast to the east coast. Did you guys hit Nashville? Yeah. Didn't hit oh, Nashville. No. We we went from we went like from New Orleans up through Mississippi, stopped in Mississippi, recorded our album at the Zebra Ranch. And no then, way. That's where you guys recorded it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. How long did it take to record that album? Four days we did it. Yeah. We did 12 songs. It's three days, of, quick, three days of tracking, tracking and, then, and then, yeah. then mixing one day for one mixing. day and then he did an extra day mixing, mixing without us. Yeah. So... Wow. Uh, it was a the guy was a really spot on ace producer. Yeah, Kevin. and he, he just knew how to get the sound, and he just really worked with us. It was, we were really kind of produced where he he was helping us with the ideas and how things should sound, and yeah, he the, the project like pretty soon off the bat it kind of became his baby. You could feel he was just like <laughs> invested. Pretty, in yeah, he, he was definitely a, cared. Yeah, he just started caring. Whereas he, it could have been any engineer who was just like, okay, we're gonna record these songs in this place. You know, I, I feel like we won him over, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that yeah. that feels really good. It feels good when we do that to anyone. Like when we're playing on the road and some sound man comes in and he's like grumpy and hungover <laughs> and, you know, just kind of acting like we're just another dickhead band coming in <laughs> to fucking further degrade his hearing. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, like, we start playing and he sees that people See, are really yeah, into it and it. sees that we're really like putting out good juju vibrations and he's all of a sudden after the show he's like wow thank you for that you know it's like it's just yeah. that i just love feeling that that we've we've kind of changed that, that person's day for a little bit or maybe you know the next couple of days hopefully yeah dude it's like you remember steve at the boom boom room there's one the sound guy steve who was just a just a chiller um but at, by the end of the show he was oh, right yeah. up front just like going nuts and then like yeah just like soaked just rocking out and then it's like okay well you know you had a good show when the sound guy left was, the booth left the booth and, <laughs> the booth and, and it's right the drunkest guy now he's <laughs> guy in the house it was good seriously that was awesome that's what happened you guys have something special here like people in New Orleans have never heard it the, bo- the sound guy's coming out you guys have got something yeah. um this new album, I thought it was coming out next month, but you guys already have it. Yeah, yeah, we, we have it. We're doing a, like kind of a sneak preview. Sneak we're gonna preview? we're gonna sling them because we are uh, a couple Schlingers. of broke boys right now, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna sell them uh, preemptively. Can we talk about it though? Like, yeah. Oh, where did sure. you guys record it at? Well, uh, Zebra, Zebra Ranch. Zebra. You guys yeah. went back. No, that, that was, was that where was where we, we yeah, that this, was where we did this. This one is the one that we recorded this past summer. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's the new one. That's the new okay, number two. Got it. Number two. Got it. Yeah. yeah. That was four days. That's pretty quick. Yeah. 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 All the For vocals real. in one day. That was a, yeah. a, that marathon, was a marathon session. Marathon trial. But we did it in such a in such a way that like we kind of saved our vocals, and then by the end we were doing like I I, I just feel like we did a great roadmap of the vocals so that we got it all in there and it all sounded really clean. You know. Yeah. You gotta like like the harder like like the harsher voice. You gotta save it. Yeah. Right? So yeah. You just gotta like map it all out. Like, yeah. Jeez, gosh, Man. that's amazing. And what what could we like expect on this new album? Is it just like a lot of new stuff? It's a journey. It's, it's a journey. A, it's, it's a, a journey. journey. Start to finish. Yeah. Like, when you guys like write music, do you guys all do it together, or is it more like a? Going, guys? Hey, hey, good. How you doing? Hey, Everyone out of here? Yeah. All right. Okay. 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 Good. All right. Can I get some of those keys. We're taking this on the road. We're taking this on the road. Oh, sorry, yeah. oh I had much. some keys, and they're right here. But this new album. You can expect oh, uh, some jams. There's a lot of uh. You want to study those? The, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got this. You can go. 
We're mobile now. It's yeah. for the listeners at home. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds really good. It sounds really big. Like we yeah. invested in high quality mastering, um, and that really just sealed the deal. It's the ear candy. That's the ear candy, and that just made it really come to life. Um, there's a lot more. It's a lot more raw than the first one. Really. The first one was super clean and like super good like it was really good and we like worked with uh, our rock and roll uncle Chuck and that was a great experience and that was that was something that it was like okay we need to put some tunes down so we have something to like go on tour basically and like support you know because right. before that we didn't have anything to really promote or like people won't be like well we want to listen to your music we didn't have anything other than just some demos we did in the media lab but then we did that, but this next one was a real like forward progression because we captured a lot of the, like a lot of the songs are like all recorded live, all the instruments, we were all in the same room and just mic'd everything up and just caught like captured the live energy of things. And then uh, the only over, we did oh, so, like, so you guys recorded live, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah wow. like we just mi- mic'd everything up and Barely any that's overdubs. Barely any like, overdubs. Like all, solo, all the solos, solos are live, and that's amazing. It was just yeah, wow. It was it was yeah. like we used like a real drum kit. We used a real drum you know, kit, and <laughs> real guitars, real guitars. <laughs> like I I swear to you, man, it was like, all machine. real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was raw because we were in weird zebra ranch, and that place is like just endless vibe there. That's yeah. just like it's this property. That just it how many is, hours are you going in a day? Like we were doing going from like noon to about nine. Yeah. So with the right. last album, we were doing like you know two Round in the, the afternoon clock. or three in the afternoon till like six. five in the morning yeah. or six in the morning. Wow. And uh, we took an extra day on that one, and we uh, we did a lot more overdubs, and we were just kind of chugling away like round the clock and there was a lot more uh drinking beers and and studio magic and just like (laughs) it had a it had a different like feel to it which was also really fucking fun and those are some of the best memories it's just hanging in that studio and yeah but this one was definitely more kind of it it was more of a schedule where every day we're waking up we're going till like 10 30 11 and then we're getting some like a good night's sleep and coming Mm -hmm. back fresh the next day and then yeah, the, it just really made sense. We were It's something that I think all of us could really do for a long time instead of doing like a marathon short period thing. If we were if we were to have a little bit more coin in our pockets and to put that invested in the record, we could do that same schedule for a long time and come out with a you know, a really polished up. I mean, not even polished, but like it's something that we could just continue to do. I feel like it's it's kind of a it, the method that we would want to do in the future yeah is that is that same like clock in clock out kind of kind of ringo dingo it was <laughs> we did it with like a like a lot of reverence too like we came in there and we were like okay we're not gonna we're gonna turn the phones off and we're wow. just gonna like focus on like Straight being business. here in the moment yeah. and like and like coming up with or i mean because we were already like cooking from we, that was halfway through our tour so we played up like you know bunch of different shows so we were already pretty well rehearsed and tight with the materials so we we're like I'm just gonna go in there and do it it was like everybody was so invested in it it was like let's do it and all the songs are already like 
written out, and you guys have. Most of them. Do we have any ones that we kind of cooked up on the spot? In there? The, the end of yeah. uh, of supply and demand. Yeah, we, can, we that one kind of got cooked. That up one there. got cooked in the studio. Young Peter. Uh, Young Peter. Well, like a lot of the parts, because <laughs> for me, um, when I'm doing the drums for like a lot of the songs that we do, because you know, typically the way it goes is like, you know, Chris and Tom will have the general way the song goes with the chords and the lyrics, and then we kind of just play around with it and arrange it. Um, and then I'm kind of always kind of still deciding what I want to play in certain parts of the songs, you know, and I don't, you know, I'm trying to like jump around and try different things. Oh, God. guys are writing this new album like uh, how does it really like start out for you guys you guys go by lyrics first chord progressions or like a concept idea you're not coming down um, you guys just jam together and figure stuff out that way it goes well one of us will have something cooking either like a uh, like a chord progression or a, the lyrics a lot of the times we'll write together that's the that's what we'll come together over and kind of volley back and forth like, oh, hey, well, this would be a cool change here. This would sound cool here. But then what really like seals the deal and wraps it up is the uh, the lyrical exchange that we do. Because it's like the same as we did. We were just like making each other laugh, saying yeah. like just really weird lyrics. And yeah, that's, that's, how, that's how they've gone. But this last record... That, that was how most of them went. Um, one of them we wrote with Jack's sister in her living room in New Orleans. Um, one of them, one of them kind of came from jams and it, like, got, it was like piecemeal of old songs kind of re-envisioned. Um, and uh, some of them were older ones that like I'd played with Parker. Um, and then I don't know. It just kind of came from came together. songs that Chris that had written, you know, before we were playing together, and just kind of like little ideas. But it's like when we would get together, that was like the glue that just kind of like okay, this goes this like this is this, you know. But it's almost like we're, we're always kind of tweaking stuff. Like we're always kind of tweaking little things or like adding new parts or new words sometimes or you know, it's like no. No work of art is ever done, I guess, you know. Yeah, definitely. So, you guys have two albums out now. You guys have done a couple tours. What do you guys have planned in the future? you guys want to do some more tours or working on a new album? Or? Well, the first thing is the Bellyman's Ball, which yes. is going to be at the chapel How's in the San back? Francisco on March 5th. Back? You're good, man. That's like what, what the culmination of all this work into that album. It kind of really comes to fruition at that Bellyman's Ball, which is going to be just one of the weirdest nights. I've got a lot of friends flying from across the country to get to increase the weirdness. And, uh, and that's like a big showcase with a ton of bands from the Bay Area. One other band. It's uh, So we anyone who comes to that show is going to hear a full yeah, dosage of the dib. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're going to, yeah, we're going to be laying it down all night long. And uh, so that's like the biggest thing that's on the plate. And then after that, uh, we're just planning out the summer. We're gonna start doing some more some more tour planning and try to get in some festivals and uh, Yeah, we 
we really just want to start hitting the road more and uh, cooking up another album. We're already kind of making moves on it almost halfway there, so. Yeah, got a bunch of stuff already written that we've been playing um, lately, and yeah, just keep keep moving forward, keep doing it. I think it's only a matter of time, you know, before things really start kind of clicking and the operation just can kind of hit cruise control and, you know, we'll be all good. Um, but till then, we're doing it all ourselves, like just booking all the stuff and, you know, maintaining the bus and everything, like everything in between and writing the songs. It's a lot of work, but, and and all of us have like other jobs too. So yeah, it's definitely. Like, you know, this isn't paying the rent just yet. And we're in between practice spaces, so it's kind of a transition period. And now Will's out here because he's, he's uh, coming out of Denver. And it, just his alignment, no like coming into no the good. band, was, uh, was really uh, fortuitous. And so yeah, we're just we're just getting in with him, and I think we're just gonna start like booking tours that are in like more of a circuit, like rather than going across the whole right. country again. I think what we're gonna start doing is going out to like Pacific Northwest, getting out to Colorado, back down to LA, just coming to places that we can play, um, you know, every couple months or so, and. Just writing and yeah, I don't know. We got we got a lot of momentum so far, so absolutely riding the wave, man. Doing the dance. Well, great. Thank you guys so much for uh, doing this interview. Thanks, for your show. Thanks, sorry. Sorry that it was a little crazy. No, not at all. You guys have a really great future, and I think you guys are gonna be the next big thing. So. Wow, thanks, man. You guys are awesome, and have a good show tonight. Thank you. No problem. Thanks again.